Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, Brad, we are back after a long time. Was it? It's been like nine days or something since yeah. we last recorded. Did that Saturday show, and then we had, uh, you know weekend sweeps and I will just forget what happened in between (laughs) (laughs) a lot, a lot of stuff this week, man. So when we last left you, the giants were in the midst of taking uh, three from Cleveland. Did they take all three, right? They took all three. Yeah. We had a weekend sweep and then a debacle in, in, uh, what is that? Queens, right? New York mm-hmm. is a, the, the Mets are in Queens. Um, so the debacle in Queens and then uh, which which again, it felt like we were in almost every single one of those losses and then uh, and then a sweep this weekend. So, you know, if you're if you're going to seven and three on the trip so far, they're in Milwaukee right now, down one nothing in the sixth. So say you end the trip eight, eight and three or seven and four. That's a good trip. I mean, considering that they had to go to the East Coast, uh, you know, uh, to, to, to basically start the season on the road. And we are, we have the game on in the background here. We'll, you know, if the game gets tight, if there's some cool stuff happening, you know, we'll throw a little watch along action going on. But right now it is 1 0. This was the Giants bullpen game because they just finished the sweep of the Nationals and then they're coming back. But then. They had to like stop off in Milwaukee because of this man Manfred schedule, and so they're they're playing one in, in Milwaukee, and then they have to run into uh, the Cy Young, and he's oh, dominating. God. Yeah, when I saw when when they announced yesterday that it was going to be Corbin Burns, I was like, "Come on, man. <laughs> you know we're trying to end this trip on a high note." <laughs> <laughs> the, the bats have have been asleep, and he you know he's a yeah. stud. So oh, I, you know I was thinking like, well, what if they get to their bullpen, but. Their bullpen is really good too, so we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, they had a couple runners on the last inning. Belt got hit by pitch, and then I think Darren Ruff struck out to end the inning. I think Devin Williams has been having a tough go yeah. at the beginning of the season. So much, but, so yeah. much so that he got cut in our fantasy league. Yeah, exactly. And I almost picked him up. I Me think too. he's still out there, but uh, you know we don't value relievers who don't get saves yeah. in our league, which we might change that next year. Breaking news announcement. We might. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard because the only other category is holds, and holds are kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, you, you I, I have. I, I I picked up training for the Dodgers only because I was like, well, Kimbrel. We'll see what happens with Kimbrel, and if Kimbrel doesn't do well, then maybe they have training kind of closed in there because Jensen went to the Braves. So I'll probably hang on to him. But if it gets past half the season, 
and he's not closing games, then he's kind of useless, and I got to toss him away. Yeah, and I played in a league once with holds, and it was so hard because you'd get a guy who would get two or three holds in a week, and then he may never got a, get a hold again for like two months. Yeah. So then you're like, great, now I've got this great guy who can get all me uh, get me all these holds, but it, it just wasn't panning out. I mean, because looking at let's look at holds for this season. The Giants have twelve uh, holds so far this season in um you know what's their record 11 and 5 11 10, and 5 11 and 5 mm-hmm. so in 16 games they have 12 holds uh and you can get multiple holds in a game so that's where a, a bullpen like the giants you know is really nice because especially if you have a bullpen game like this if you have a lead and and guys come in again i don't know the exact criteria for the holds uh but leading the league in holds right now is the uh the chicago white Sox bullpen they got a nasty bullpen uh but they're also just not winning games so. kind of a weird start to the season we knew it was going to be i mean yeah you know abbreviated spring training um, guys signing super late, not getting comfortable unless your name is Jock Peterson. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you got guys, you know, still trying to get uh, comfortable with their their homes, their apartments that they just moved into a week before the season started. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll uh, we'll kick things off here. Um, actually, let me. Let me give folks kind of a little bit of the rundown. And all of a sudden, I don't have my rundown in front of me. So, okay, we're going to skip the rundown. <laughs> I'll find it. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hit the intro, and then uh, we will come back, and we will talk about what we are drinking, and then we'll start the show. Spadrosian throws to Sandberg, and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it, throws to first. It's over. 27 years of waiting and pumped on in. The Giants have won the pennant. All right, so I do have the rundown now. Sweet. Um, okay, we're going to talk about Giants go four and three. We, we mentioned a little bit what they did. They're eleven and five currently. We'll talk about our player of the week. There were some medical updates today that came out. We're going to introduce a new segment called the Haters Watch. Uh, we'll talk about the strategy of uh, bunting for hits. They're 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 all of a sudden drag bunting all over the place. Yeah, I, uh, I against love the shift. That. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. I'll, and then I'll, I'll have a segment for Brad called, are you worried? And then, or are you worried yet? And then if we have time, we are both fans of MLB, the show, and we'll do a little, a little review for, for people. Cause we've had the game now for a few weeks and we're both w- what the kids call grinding. We're, <laughs> we're, we're grinding through the game to get our, XP and, and all of yeah. that jazz. So yeah. before, but before we do that, Brad, what are you drinking? I went ahead the marvelous Miss Maisel route. Got myself some Four Roses. How um, is the new season to that show? By the way, you know it's pretty good. We're we're only a couple of episodes in. Um, <clears throat> we had to get caught up, so I think we watched the last two episodes of the last season because it had been so long. We're about three episodes in, and it's been all released as well. They did the weekly thing, but it's it's all out. Um, and it's it's just as good as the other two seasons or three seasons, really, because I think this is season four. But it, it's fantastic. I mean, uh, you know, Susie has taken a little bit of a bigger role in this one, um, you know, because of uh, uh, 
won't spoil anything, but, you know, in the past, if you've watched it, she had some gambling issues. And so they're kind of, you know, playing a little bit more into that and also uh, her becoming a manager and, and uh, you know, coming coming into her own and everything. So it's good. We're, we're really enjoying it. We finished Vice Principals, uh, which is an older show. Uh, if you put Danny McBride in anything, I'll, I'll watch it. So it's <laughs> uh, we just finished that actually uh, two nights ago. And that that was great. I really enjoyed that. Uh, all right, so uh, let's talk about what we are drinking. So I teased you a little bit because I took a photo of a highball glass, yeah. and I was going to have a highball with my new glass, but then I had some Diet Soda, and I was like, ah, you know, I kind of want uh, a Jack and Diet Coke, so that's what I have, uh, nice. Jack and Diet Coke. I like that. Uh, I got the I, – I, I took Issa, our – our uh, young puppy to the vet. She had to get her flu shot and there was a Taco Bell there. And I decided, you know what? I need, I need a refreshing soft drink. <laughs> and so I got it. And I was like, Oh, perfect. Let's just have a Jack and diet for this show. I'll save oh, no. the highball for next week though. What did you get to eat? Not that it. You just went through there and, and grabbed the soda. That was it. They were pretty I, disappointed in my order yeah, to say the I, least. I don't eat fast food anymore uh i i mean I, I i'm not opposed to it i just don't eat it because i i it's not my thing anymore yeah but if i were to go into a taco bell and somebody said what do you want uh two beef burritos and probably a soft taco yeah 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 i, I miss those you know yeah. and, and they brought back what the mexican pizza the mexican pizza oh uh, yeah i might have to do that again I mean, I, that's probably the only fast food I eat. Um, we'll hit In-N-Out Burger if mm-hmm. you consider that fast food. I guess it is, but it's a little bit more. It's, I mean, it's not really that fast, though. It kind of takes a long time. <laughs> it's not, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a re- Here in Reno, there's two. And, uh, I mean, you can go at 10 o'clock at night on a Tuesday, and you're going to wait in line like 10 cars deep. So Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, what are you drinking? All right, so I got that Four Roses. Um and uh, one ice cube, as I usually do. There you and go. And it's fantastic. I need. I almost gra- I, I grabbed a beer, but I'm not drinking as much beer. So I, I grabbed it, and it's a, a, an atomic torpedo. So Sierra Nevada makes a torpedo IPA, which is re- one of my favorite IPAs. But then now they make a uh, uh, an atomic torpedo. So oh man, like, you know, two percent higher. So it's like eight point two percent. And I thought I haven't eaten much today. <laughs> so if I have that and I'm doing the show, I might be just belligerent <laughs> already. Belligerent by the end of the show, and I didn't want to do that to the listeners. I wanted them to stay with us. So. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess the first thing to do is let's talk a little bit about this channel. If you are listening to the podcast feed, you know that we are no longer the Thompson and Clark podcast feed. We are still the same show, but we've added the death lineup about the Golden State Warriors. We're four episodes into that. The Red and Gold Standard. Um, that is, uh, they, they've had a bunch of episodes that we've been able to add uh, and draft week is coming. So they'll have another episode very soon. 49ers don't have a pick in the first round because they traded up to get Trey Lance last year. But, uh, you know, there's so much news about Debo. They've done like three episodes on Debo because of all the news coming out about him. And I really blame the Rams for this whole situation <laughs> with Debo because they kind of kicked off this, like like they went a little left when all these teams were like, 
draft picks are important. We yeah. need to hoard all these draft picks, the salary cap. And then the Rams go, A, we don't care about the draft. And right. B, we don't care about salary cap. And C, if we suck in five years, so be it, because right. we're going to have Super Bowls. And so now you see all of these teams kind of like just the money that's going around is so insane. Like the wide receiver deals. Jacksonville paid Christian Kirk all kinds of money uh, to be, I guess, their top receiver for Trey, uh, for Trevor Lawrence. And I mean, we've all had Christian Kirk in fantasy and he's not even a good fantasy player. No, I mean, he's he's, a, he's pretty he's okay, but he's not yeah. a top level fantasy player. So he's getting a ton of money. Uh, yeah. Stephon Diggs, all these guys. So Debo's like, "Where's mine?" Yeah, and the 49ers are like, "Yeah, you're you're gonna get yours, but you know, we we also have a salary cap and all these. So they they have to figure out what's going on. But but then when you look at the Rams, he probably looks at the Rams too, and he's like, "But they have a salary cap too." And they keep giving out five-year contracts. I'm telling you. But the other thing with Debo, too, he's probably looking at it, too. Like, man, he's a running back, basically. Yeah. So he's getting pounded. Yeah. But he wants wide receiver money, he's, which he's, I get. He's also know? off injured even before they, they put him at running back. So in the NFL, yeah. you got to get yours early, man. Because if you wait and then you look at, I mean, the the, the poster child for this is Le'Veon Bell, right? Oh, yeah. Le'Veon well, Bell. Too. Look at Todd Gurley. Le'Veon yeah. Bell's like the best player in the league for like three years. And then it's time for him to get paid. And by the time for him to get paid, he's already done. Yeah. He's like, they're like, oh yeah, you're not great anymore. So you're not getting paid. So yeah. essentially we had you for all those years and you were great on the low salary and we're not going to pay you more for those years. And that's just the way the NFL works. But well, anyways, then, then look at Todd Gurley and they give him a huge contract and he's got knee problems. Um, they give him a huge deal. And the first year of his huge deal is the year the Rams go to the Super Bowl. He fizzles out at the end because of his knee. And then they trade him the next year. And that's it. He's never yeah. I mean, he, he's never been the same, but he's still making lots of money. <laughs> you think how much money is he making? Oh, God, he's probably in the like. 10 a year right now. Still. You think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at his contract. Yeah. But look it up. Because uh, yeah. I feel like those NFL contracts, if they're not guaranteed, they're basically worth nothing. And I feel like okay. you could cut a Todd Gurley and then re-sign him for a very low amount of money just because. Yeah. Uh, all right. As While Brad looks at that, let's uh, talk about some other stuff. Um, Giants sit at 11 and 5. Mm-hmm. Only the Dodgers are ahead of them in the West. And our favorite statistic when it comes to which teams are really good is run differential. We've always looked at that as kind of like the, you know, this this is what we this is what really shows the teams whether they're they're good or not. And in baseball right now, you can probably guess the best teams when it comes to run differential. Two of them are the Giants and the Dodgers, again, just like last season. Can you guess the third best team with the third or the third team with the third best run differential? I would say, I would say either the Guardians, I said it right, or the White Sox. The White Sox are minus 18. Wow. Cleveland is positive 13. Seattle in the West, in the ALS, is plus 18. Yankees in the East are plus 14. 
Uh, St. Louis in the Central plus 19, but it is your New York Mets who beat the Giants three out of four games at a plus 32. They are just below the Dodgers at plus 44 and the Giants at plus 37. Wow. That's, I mean, uh, the, when I was looking at it the last couple of days, seeing the Giants that high up there, I don't remember them being that high up this early in the season. Um, you know, their losses haven't come at, at big expenses, big uh, run differential margins. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's not a shock. Will it stay there? all season long will it continue to grow because anytime you see the Dodgers at this point of the season you just watch that thing grow I mean all season long the Dodgers run differential just grows the entire season and that, and with that lineup that they have that's that's um, not out of the question the Giants can lose a, a 10 to 1 ball game a 12 to 1 ball game the Dodgers are not likely to do something like that so I, I think you know I think the Giants are probably going to kind of stick around where they're at that'll grow a little bit maybe you know, if they have a great season, uh, what what was their run differential at the end of the season last year? I want to say, like, if they have a great season, we're they were the, they were. I think they were number two in in all of baseball, something like yeah. that. Yeah, in run differential. Yeah, oh. we were tracking that, and then they they were doing very well. Them and the Dodgers were like the top two. Um. So oh, by, by the way, Todd Gurley sat at home last year and made eight point four million. Oh my god! So yeah, there's that. <laughs> All right, so you did a poll for the player of the week for the week that was. Who uh, g- give us uh, give us the poll and then give us the winner? Yeah, so we do a um, you know if you're new to the show, we do a, uh, a player of the week poll every week. This is our first one of the season because we started on a Thursday, then we had a couple of Saturday shows, and so what we usually like to do is our player of the week is. Uh, we release our show on Mondays. We do our show on Mondays. Like this is a normal day for us. And so we will do a poll from the players from that Monday until the following Sunday. So we count that as a week, uh, usually anywhere from six to seven games. Um, so the three guys I put out there this time, uh, and, and there are some weeks like this week, I don't even know why we needed to do a poll because it was kind of one clear winner, but you know, there's another guy who kind of took some votes away. So Brandon Crawford came in third. I usually put up three players on occasion. I'll put up a fourth. Uh, but Brandon Crawford came in third. He had a 276 average, not huge, uh, 318 Woba also not huge, but he drove in seven runs, didn't hit any home runs. Uh, so those were all on extra base hits and base knocks, uh, sacrifice. And he, and he scored four runs coming in in second place. I put Jacob Junis on there because he has had a horrific start to his triple a uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, river cats career. It, it's just been uh, not fantastic at all. Um, and, and again, he, he pitched in Reno. So, so when you, when you go to these games and you look at the triple a games, and you look at where they're playing, you kind of get a feel the the wind was blowing out every single game, six games in a row in uh in reno here so you get the ball up in the air and it's gone um he was one and oh and he he got uh, uh into the bullpen game he was the second pitcher i believe in the bullpen game that uh, uh slinging sammy long pitched in the other day um and he pitched five innings no runs four strikeouts and no walks just really showed up huge for the giants uh he came in second with 15.4 percent of the vote by the way, Brandon Crawford got 0% of the vote. Wow. Who won many of our Player of the Week polls last last year. He was just tremendous. Um, 
And we got a stolen base here. Who we got? Luis Gonzalez. Yeah, we got Luis Gonzalez with his so, first so stolen base. You'll be happy to hear. I think yeah. the Brewers the Brewers are trying to challenge it, but you yeah. will be happy to see who replaced Burns for Milwaukee, none other than our not so good friend Trevor Gott. I saw him warming up in the pen and I got very excited because <laughs> I thought, here we go. Blown save. <laughs> yes. Let's look at, we got the replay here. Uh, you cannot call him out on that. Uh, so winning the player of the week poll guy we talked about earlier had a gigantic week and that's Jock Peterson, 364 average, three home runs, six RBIs, 514 Woba just created all kinds of runs for the Giants. Um, huge in the weekend series against the Nats um, in that Nat sweep. He got 84.6% of the vote. Your player of the week, Mr. Gonzalez. Gonzalez is safe, by the way. His hands yeah. snuck in under the tag. Yeah. They the tag, which I feel like all middle infielders need to put the tag on the ground. Did they yeah. did they they overturned it? Oh my god. Oh no. This is brutal. the second time the Giants are going to get screwed on a call. There was the one in New York, but well, there was one actually earlier today too. I was listening in the car uh to the game and I can't remember exactly which inning, but there was a, a, an overturn on the Giants and Fleming kept saying, "I can't believe that they're going to overcall this, but or, or overturn this, but they are." Yeah. There there, there must they, be something from the MLB office saying that they're not overturning enough of these calls because <laughs> that that his arm was under the tag and uh, the tag gets him in the upper arm and his hands extended on, on the bag. So yeah. So do you think that's an unwritten rule that they're doing? <laughs> the Giants are getting the the, 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 the <laughs> MLB is getting revenge on the Giants for running yeah. up the score. Speaking of Luis Gonzalez, the Luis Gonzalez, who used to play for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, was at Reno this weekend at the Reno Aces game. We went to the Saturday game. My uh, youngest daughter sang the national anthem with her choir, so that was really fun. That's cool. Yeah, and um, he was there signing autographs with J.J. Putz. Remember the mm. the closer for the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, early early 2000s, mid-2000s or so, something like that. But uh, they were both there signing, and 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 it was free, and the line was only about six people deep when we first got there, and I was going to get in line and just get a picture with them. And I, yeah. yeah, we, I ended up going and getting a bacon wrapped hot dog. <laughs> Priorities, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Did did the line actually get a little longer? It did. Yeah. Later on in the game, it was pretty long um, because again, it was free and they were just, you know, signing whatever you got. Baseballs, taking pictures. You'd stand behind them. They'd take a picture and stuff. Uh, JJ puts uh, uh, had a beanie on and it was 65 degrees <laughs> and a little breezy. I don't know if he's ever been to Reno before, but 65 <laughs> for us is tropical this time of year. <laughs> So, you know, the rest of us were in shorts and T-shirts, but <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. We had a good time at the game. But yeah, the Luis Gonzalez, I, I heard um, of our Luis Gonzalez, who made his debut with the um, Nationals or against the Nationals this weekend for the Giants. Yeah, I, I heard him in a uh, pregame interview with Dave Fleming on uh, KNBR today, and he was talking about how, um, you know, kids used to ask him, 
because he grew up in Arizona. So kids mm-hmm. used to ask him, is there any relation to you and, and Luis Gonzalez? And he goes, yeah, yeah, my dad is Luis Gonzalez, <laughs> which, which is true because his dad's name is also Luis Gonzalez. So he said he just got to the point where he would just go ahead and, yeah, I, my dad is Luis Gonzalez. And he's like, I wasn't telling a lie. So, <laughs> so uh, the reason why I asked you uh, if how, how the line was is because yeah. there's a fantastic meme that uh, goes around a, a lot in, in the wrestling world here. And so you remember the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. I do. And his man, his male servant, Virgil. <laughs> yes. So there's this meme. Who, who then became a wrestler, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he was originally a wrestler, but then he oh, went into okay. this character. And then right. uh, so there's this uh, meme about one Virgil. <laughs> Virgil wrestling superstar with no one in the line. Oh no! Now, on, uh, my guess yeah, is that they opened exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and yeah, Vir- Virgil is is quite the character. I think he actually um, he had tweeted that he was uh, went to the doctors and didn't didn't have great news. And so, m- m- props to Virgil. Hope hope he, he yeah. he's doing okay. But then when you said that, that's is what this reminds me of because <laughs> somebody decided to take this photo before the wrestling convention started. Uh, <laughs> and now all, and now whenever anybody talks about no one in their line, then somebody yeah, throws they, this photo up. Oh, so. poor Virgil. Yeah. I, you know what? And see, and I'm not a big wrestling guy, but I know who that is. Yeah. So yeah, I, that, I would be what, in that. Line. Wrestling was so big back then. Back, yeah. Back in the day. I, and what was it? The Saturday night main event. If Saturday night live was preempted, yeah. it was because of Saturday night main event. And I loved Saturday night live. So, but, but I knew if the main event was on, I was like, well, I'm watching that instead. Cause that's awesome. That's the only way I get to watch wrestling. So yeah, those are good old days, man. <laughs> oh man. All right. So uh, just some quick updates uh, on, yeah. on some players. So Alex Cobb, progressing with his throwing and will throw off the mound today. So probably before the game, uh, Dave had some right ankle inflammation and he's seeing an ankle specialist in green Bay today. I didn't know that. Um, how, how, I didn't remember him hurting his ankle. Did he hurt it during the game? You know what? I, I believe it has actually been hurt for a couple of starts. Oh, okay. Uh, and he tried to kind of tough it out, but it, it, it kind of got the best of him. So, so, so that being said, Disclafani hasn't had the greatest start to the season. Yeah. So we haven't seen the best of him yet this season. Um, but being down two starters, Cobb, Cobb and Disco, that's pretty heavy at this early in the season. Um, and there's only what five, six days left of um, having rosters expanded to 28 and yeah. unlimited number of pitchers. Yeah. They're going to lose so, two guys, right? Yeah, they're going to have to lose two guys, and you can only at that point have 13 pitchers. So there's going to be a lot of movement. Um, You know, Carlos Martinez, we haven't heard about him. I don't think he's on this list that you sent me earlier today of updates. So that's another guy that uh, could possibly get up to speed and get a spot start. Um, Sean Jelly is on the 40-man. He had a good Um, start uh, yesterday, I think it was. Yeah. I just got his card and rode to the show, so <laughs> he should be coming up soon. Is that how that works? I don't yeah. know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, being down a couple starters, that that's rough right now. Uh, Duggar went on 60-day DL oblique strain, so he's continuing his rehab. 
Uh, Tommy LaStella continuing his rehab as well. He began, he's begun to ramp up running intensity. Yeah. There you go. I like that. I think what, that just, well, I mean, I think, what does that mean? But... I think that just means he <laughs> is running. <laughs> he's running. He's running harder than he was yesterday. Evan Longoria <laughs> is back in San Francisco and has started to increase his hitting progression. I think he's taking BP now. There you go. Um, Lamont Way Jr. is going to continue to continue his rehab assignment tomorrow with AAA and expected to play five innings. So it seems like he is close, which is yeah. which is great. And then uh, Baby Yaz tested positive for COVID nineteen and is quarantining in DC. But I think he is vaccinated and he has also had his booster, so he literally just has to have successive. Uh, negative tests, I believe, and then he can come back. Yeah, and lest anybody has forgotten, COVID still exists. It, it does. Around. It is ramping up again. Um, you know, so just be careful. You just know, be, careful. be safe out there. Yeah. All right, new segment. I'm calling it. Actually, going to play some some music here as Ooh. we introduce this this segment. Ooh. It is called. Ominous. The Haters Watch 2022. <laughs> uh, now, he just looks so happy about it, too. How, how do I turn off this music? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gabe Kapler said yes. the Giants are not going to stop playing, they do not play by the unwritten rules. They are going to play to the end of the game. They expect the teams who they play to also play to the end of the game. And that has ruffled some feathers with Major League Baseball in uh, two specific games this year. So we didn't talk about this. Uh, I can't remember if we talked about it or not, or if it hadn't happened yet, but... Um, the the as was that the last Indians game or was it the second Indians game? I think we did talk. Guardian, you're this. calling them the Indians. Sorry, the Guardians. Guardians, the Guardians. You should know this by now. They're they're gonna have to <laughs> edit Major League, right? Uh, oh, please! Don't. <laughs> cannot do. If they did that, I would. There'd be a problem. Go buy your Blu-rays right now before they do anything. Exactly. To our precious Major League. Um, we had talked about yeah. So so. It was actually was not the the Guardians. The Guardians didn't have a problem. There was nothing going on. The Giants bunted a lot in that game. Yeah, um, they were up big in a couple of, the, but but nothing. Guardians didn't have an issue with anything that the Giants were doing. Um, last show we had discussed the Padres. That, and the that's who it was. That they yeah. had with they it. had they had um, the issues. And then comes the Nationals. Yes, and their problems. And everybody's got problems, right? <laughs> So the Giants, uh, so on, so yesterday they, 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 they pushed the score up, but it wasn't, they weren't, I mean, they were taking the extra base, but I, I don't think that was a, a big problem uh, yesterday because they did right. win, what was it, 13 or 12 to 3. Yeah, but um, you know what? They went into the ninth inning only up five to three. Yeah, uh, you know, and then they rolled off seven runs, and or, or was it six to three? And then they rolled off seven or six runs in the ninth inning. You know, it was the day before. It was the Saturday game. Uh, no, actually, I think it was Friday. Night. Friday 
they yeah. won seven to one. Right. But they scored all those runs in the second inning, I thought. Yeah. So maybe it was Saturday. I mean, yeah, it could have. Was it Saturday? No, no, no. You're, you're right. It was Friday. It was the Friday okay. night game. I keep thinking Friday. I'm thinking night, but it was a four o'clock start. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so it was the Friday game. The Giants scored seven runs in the second inning. We get to the ninth inning, and there are two outs at this point. Uh, and uh, Tyro Estrada had gotten on base. Can't remember if it was a walk or a hit. Then he goes to steal second base. Two outs, top of the ninth, and they are up by six. So he gets almost to second base. Ball is hit. Drops in, so he's rounding third, rounding second, rounding third at that point, coming in uh, to, to try to score. Tag is applied by the catcher hard on his chest. You know, he kind of like, oh, was laying on the ground, trying to catch his breath. Catcher gets up, slaps him on the butt. You good? Everything's good. All right, head back to the dugout. Then it's a problem. <laughs> then then Victor Robles and Elcidas Escobar start screaming at the Giants dugout because again, it's not, not everybody has a problem with it. Obviously the catcher didn't have a problem with it or you wouldn't give Tyro a butt slap. He would have stood over him and thrown the ball on him or done something, you know, because he tagged him out, which is what you're supposed to do, right? You're playing baseball. So the ball is hit. You see the runner going, you see that he's going home. So you throw it home and you try to get him out. You play baseball instead of getting irritated about it. That's the way the game is played. It is played hard. It is played from the first pitch to the last pitch. And like we talked about on the last show, if you have a problem with it, Dave Martinez, <laughs> go over and tell Gabe Kapler, when the ninth inning rolls around, if you're up by six or more runs, we quit. We're not going to shift anymore. We're, we're just going to throw fastballs down the middle. Go ahead and bunt them right back to the pitcher so we can get you out, so we can get up there and try to make a comeback. Yes. No. If, if you're trying to come back from a six-run deficit, there is absolutely no reason the other team should lay over and let you start to make a comeback before they start to play baseball again. And I think Kapler's argument was the Nationals have a great lineup, and they've come back from six runs prior, and, and it's not that hard to do. Right. And and that's why they were trying to score again. Just, uh, <laughs> you, you, you ready for some play-by-play here? Yeah. Uh, Trevor got, got, got. Oh. So Kurt Casale doubles with two outs. I'm a little behind you on here. I got Jock Peterson up right now. And so Jock Peterson happens? just took it. Deep. <laughs> he said adios to the pelota. He said, uh, Thompson to Clark just gave me, <laughs> there it goes. I see it now. They just gave me player of the week. I'm going to reward them. Ooh. Yeah. That was a shot. I like yes. that. Yeah. What, what, so, obviously, he's a good baseball player. Like, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, we, we look at his stats and we go, he's really hit for average. And I'm sure his average will probably come down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. He hits the baseball so friggin' hard. Yes. And he's in a he's he's you know, he he's he's working it early in the season. He's he's having a good beginning of the season. But you kind of look at that and you go, is this gonna be another Farhan thing, right? Is it like everyone wanted the Giants to get all of these guys? Well, everyone meaning us, 
you know, and, and look, say Suzuki is the, he's the MVP of all of baseball right now, <laughs> yeah. but you know, uh, Conforto. Now we, we realize that he's hurt. Um, Castellanos, you know, we were talking about him. He was your guy from, from mm-hmm. last year. And then, you know, we, we didn't really talk about jock, but students on fire. Yeah. I, you know what I'm going to do from now on? When we have these segments in the offseason, we'll go, who do you want? Who do you want? I'm just going to put up a sign that says, whoever Farhan wants. Yeah, exactly. that, that, that's it. I mean, he, he's obviously got the magic touch. I was talking to our friend of the show, Jeff Thompson, yesterday. He's a big Dodger fan. Uh, he loves Jock Peterson, but but my buddy lives in San Francisco. Yeah. And he, and you know, so we were going back and forth about, you know, he, he was like, this, this guy, you're going to love him. And I'm like, I already love him. I mean, he's, yeah. you know, he's, he's mashing the ball. I, there what's not to like about the guy. Um, and I said, Farhan's going to use him correctly and everything. And, and, uh, or not Farhan, but, uh, Cap, uh, Cap is going to use him correctly. Um, you know, and, and he's not going to be batting. He's batting lead off in this game. He batted lead off yesterday, but that's because of Yaz. Um, Yaz is our true leadoff hitter. I still, right. <laughs> I, I don't even know what a leadoff hitter is anymore <laughs> nowadays. Um, but you know, what was it Friday night? I'm looking at the box score. Uh, Slater led off. Uh, so uh, you know, there there just is no prototypical leadoff hitter anymore. But we were we were pretty much talking about you know guys going to different teams and and you know why they choose where they go and and whatnot and. I mean, when you look at Jock Peterson, he's happy. He's he's in San Francisco. He grew up a Giants fan. Yes, he played for the Dodgers, and and he did very well for them there. Um, won a half season World Series. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, it's, <laughs> it's not a real world. It's just a half a season World Series. Uh, but 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 you know, and now he's with the Giants, and he's happy. Uh, he looks healthy. Um, you know. Uh, Cap is going to give him the rest that he needs when, when Lamont Wade Jr. comes back. Um, you know, there might be some times where you've got uh, uh, Peterson starting the game. You get about two, three at-bats in. Giants are up by four or five runs. Lamont Wade Jr. comes in to play some defense. Jock's P- Jock Peterson's defense is not bad. I mean, it, it's, you know, it, it's above average. It's not fantastic, but it is definitely above average. Um I just, I mean, I think he, I think he's just happy right now and having himself a good time. Yeah. Yeah. He's been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. He's got good energy when it comes to the, uh, unwritten rules thing. He he's of the opinion of like, I've been waiting to say F these unwritten <laughs> rules forever. Like I'm so happy about this. Well, and all, you know what, honestly, I, I forgot. We're still in the hater segment. Uh, yeah. but, 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 I mean, we're, we've got a live game going on. We're giants fans. What do you I think? Know. We're not going to talk about the game. So we're going to talk about the game. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's yeah, part of, it's kind of a live watch at the same time. Yeah. It's fun. This is fun. I think I, that's, I, that's know, only their third hit of the game, by the way. And they, just yeah, the Hey, you only need more runs than the other team. Yeah. That, that's all you need. I don't care. You can get, Get no hit and walk 17 times and beat the other team. I'm fine with it. I really don't care because the next day, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get 12 hits. That, yeah, that that's baseball, and we talk about that all the time. We got owned by you, Darvish, the last couple of years, and what do we do? We get them for eight runs in the first two innings a couple, you know, a week or so ago. So that's the way it goes. But yeah, that you know what? And I read Grant Brisby's article in the Athletic today. Um, I wish I hadn't read it until after the show, because as I'm reading this, I'm like, this is all the stuff I was going to say today <laughs> on the show. He and I are kind of on the same, same wavelength with all of this stuff. The unwritten rules, 
they're old. They're they're dumb. They're silly. There there are some I agree with, but we um, we talk to people, very smart people, mm-hmm. who still want to abide by them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are people that that love the unwritten rules that think that's the way the game should be played. Um, you know, again, we talked about it before. How many years ago, if you pimped a home run and you flipped your bat, the next guy was going to get killed. Yeah, that's just the way it was. It's not like that anymore. So, the, so the game has changed in that way, and it can change this way. The Giants are kind of on the forefront of that, and most importantly, they're saying it. They're saying, no, this is what we're doing, and this is why we're doing it, and the other teams will also do the same. If you're up 7-1 to one on us, we're going to hold your runner on because we're, we're going to expect you to continue to play the game to put us out of reach because a six-run Again, the Giants scored seven runs in the second inning. So who's to say with Juan Soto and Nelson Cruz, you can't go, you know, get a couple guys on, go back-to-back home runs. All of a sudden, it's a six-to-five game, and the Giants, who had rested Mac Cheese and Doval and Trevor Rogers at that point, now all of a sudden, you got to get those guys going, right? And, and, and you're on Friday night, game one of a three-game series, and you still have to go to Milwaukee on Monday. So the Giants are playing this game where it's like, if we can go up not just seven to one, if we can go up nine or ten to one, we're a little more comfortable and there's a better chance we don't have to get into our, our, our the meat of our bullpen. Uh, so that's how the Giants look, and everybody should look at it that way. It's 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 good for your team. It's what you need to do. Um, and 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 then my thought too. I told you yesterday, and then Grant had this in the article too. Uh, and his thought is kind of the same. It, it is kind of barbaric and old school and 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 kind of idiotic now to think like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk by your lawn, Garrett, and be like, your lawn is brown. It doesn't look <laughs> as good as mine. And then what are you gonna do? Throw a, a <laughs> rock at me because I said something that offended you? I mean, it's it just kind of seems uh, silly, out of place, um, not so 2022 anymore. Um, but again, uh, like he said, too, there's going to be guys, there's going to be managers, there's going to be players who are going to continue to uphold that barbaric idea of you made me mad. I'm going to hit you now. Yes. And, and I, I just think it's silly. You know what you do? You're down seven to one. They do that to you. The next day you're up four to one. Steal every base. Test the players. You know, if you don't have the guys who can do that, get the guys who can do that because that's what you need to do to be better. The giants, <laughs> I mean, I laugh about this, but the giants are going to make everybody better. And, and that's what they're going to do because they're going to say, you, you want to play baseball? We're playing baseball for nine innings. We're not playing for six. We're not playing for seven. We're playing for nine innings. And so the giants in the long run, I believe are going to make everybody better. How about that? Write that down. Uh Oh, I don't want to hear about it. I'm, I'm behind. <laughs> Mac Cheese. I see Mac Cheese on the mound. <laughs> Mac Cheese just, uh, mm. he let it go, man. It, it became adios pelota for... So Mac uh, Cheese got got. Yeah, Mac mm. Cheese did his Trevor Gott impersonation. <sighs> and the game is now tied in the bottom of the eighth. Two to All two. Who, who we got? Uh, oh, Willie Adamas. Oh, yeah. Yep. See, yeah. and so he hit the ball. He hit a home run, 
and he watched it and he stood 10 years ago, the next guy would get drilled or the next time you saw those guys, he would get hit or some stupid nonsense that it, I feel like Mad Bum is not even watching this game and he's stank eyeing Willie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just, she well, just uh, out of instinct. Well, the other day he hit somebody. I think he hit Juan Soto on accident, you know, was throwing in, uh, threw inside on him and hit him. And Juan Soto got up and Mad Bum walked over and said, My bad. And everybody lost their minds. They go, Who is that guy? <laughs> said, why, didn't, why didn't he yell at him and scream at him? Get up and go to first faster <laughs> like he used to. So, again, the game, I think it's changing a little bit. I mean, yeah. a little bit of courtesy. It's stealing a base up seven to one is not being discourteous, it's being true to the game. Being you know respectful to the game of baseball, respectful to the fans who came to watch the game. Um, I don't know. My so I mean, it, 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 even though some people think it's disrespectful to the other team, if you think that the other team is good and you want to sco- keep scoring runs, then you know that that you are being respectful to that team because you're like, you guys yeah. are a good team. You can come back. Yeah. Um, take take right. it as a slap in the face as if the Giants are up seven to one and Cap pulls the the reins on everybody and says, All right, everybody just chill. It means yeah, he all, all, all of a sudden we're <laughs> we're letting belt pitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Then 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 we think you suck. So yeah. that's it. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll we'll bust out the haters watch every mm-hmm. every time someone gets mad at the Giants for it's gonna be weekly, man. Stealing a base, yeah. Uh, okay, so real quick, we talked about this in the beginning. Mm-hmm. What is what is what is your thought? What are your thoughts on bunning against this shift? That is one of the ways that the Giants are trying to, you know, counter some of the things that other teams are doing. They still always say, you know, we still always hear this about bonds, like, oh, why don't he just bunt for a hit? He's being selfish by hitting all these home runs and then not trying to get on base, but to, but, and it, it's, it's kind of silly for bonds. You, you probably don't really want bonds bunning. You, you just go, Nope, the, the, it, it's better for the team that he just hits the way he hits. But you see like Brandon belt squaring and dragging. You're seeing right. guys who, um, you know, who hit the ball pretty well, utilizing this to get on base. And the, for whatever reason, the giants are doing it well. Now there may be some situations where, Maybe it works against them because bunting is not super scientific. Like there's a lot of luck involved in in right. in getting on base, but uh, you know there's no Brett Butler here uh, on the team. Old Bugsy to, yeah. to drag with I mean, a this... 13 inch glove. <laughs> so <laughs> what what are your thoughts on using this strategy? You know I like it. Uh, I'm a bunt guy. I'm a fast guy. I'm a little guy. I was the you know the 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 pain in the butt that got on base any way he could possibly get on base. So I'm all for it. Yeah, there are, t- I mean, there are players like Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. You don't want to see those guys bunt because they could pop a home run. Yeah. You know, pretty much every pitch. Um, Belt just tried to bunt for a, a knock right after Peterson hit the two run home run. Um and he bunted it right back to the pitcher. Who's to say he doesn't swing at a pitch, run into one during that at bat, and hit a home run? They're up three to one, and now yeah. with that home run that the Brewers just hit, now they're up three two. Who's to say it's a different game? But also, who's to say he doesn't actually uh, execute the bunt, and then the next batter 
knocks one out. So I just don't know about him bunting after getting his thumb broken last year. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's. I mean, you know, bunting is an art form. You got to be good at it. You got to know what you're doing. Um, and 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 so if they're working on that, awesome, man. That that's great. I love it. I I I really want to see that. Um, it's part of the game. It it adds excitement to the game. Maybe there's a little strategy to that, that, that the giants are trying to pull off to say, don't shift on us too much. Um, or they also know this could be the last year of major shifts. Yeah. So let's start trying to steal some, some, some on base percentage by slapping it over to the left side on, on, big exaggerated shifts and and let's see what we can do. It creates more run scoring opportunities. Uh, the Giants don't really have a guy I don't want to see bunt other than maybe Jock Peterson right now. Uh, if he slumps, I don't mind seeing him bunt uh, because if the guy hitting behind him, whoever it is at that point, is on fire, do that. You know, get on base for the next guy who's on fire. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I think I think there's I think there's a time and a place for it, and I like the way the Giants are doing it right now. Um, I've I've always kind of thought, you know, why don't yeah, why don't you just bunt into the shift or slap the ball that way? It's and and like we know, it's not that easy. Um, you can't just go up there and put the ball exactly where you want it, especially if you want to try to. You're a left-handed batter. You want to push it down towards third third base, but you know, the pitcher is throwing in on you. That's a, that's a, a tough task uh, to try to pull off and, and, and that'll get your, your fingers squashed if you don't know exactly what you're doing. So. All right. We're doing good on time. We'll do another, uh, we'll do a quick segment. Yeah. Uh, just, I want to throw this comment up though, from, uh, from James Dalton. He says bunts are good until you are bunting against the Mets after they gave up three straight singles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Very true, James. That's oh, James. Very good yeah. point. We don't talk about, like you don't talk about Bruno, we don't talk about <laughs> Mets series. You know, there's going to be a point where they're just going to beat the daylights out of Scherzer and I'm going to be so happy. Oh yeah. God, well, you know, they have hit him hard in the past, but it's been, it's been quite a few years. It's not this team. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have a segment called, are you worried yet? I'm going to give you three players and you tell me if you are worried about their start so far All right. this season. And the first one we're going to start with is, is the youngster, Joey Bart. Uh, through 35 at bats, he is hitting a robust 171. Uh, six hits, six runs scored, four RBI, 326 on base, which is pretty good when you're hitting 171. Yeah, so he's, he's walking 371 slugging, 697 OPS. He has struck out in uh almost half of his plate appearances. So he's got 30 uh he's got 35 at bats and 21 strikeouts. So are you worried about Joey Bart yet? You know that that's a tough one. I wasn't worried 
about a week ago. I'm getting a little more worried about the swings and misses. Um, he seems to hit a little bit better at home. They're heading home after this to play in the Bay Bridge World uh, Bay Bridge Series, which I'm still just not a fan of interleague. It's By the not, way, did you yeah. see how many fans were at the Ace game the other day? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I feel I I honestly feel bad for them. They you know even though I don't like the A's, being a Giants fan, just don't like the A's. Um, but that fan base. Absolutely, one hundred percent deserves better than that. I mean, and they what, are this. The, they are definitely showing their displeasure. Yeah, in the front office, uh, in the ownership, and it's unfortunate because you know I've mentioned before in the show, I've met Dave Caval, I've talked to Dave Caval, I've hung out with Dave Caval. He seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, but he's said and done. He said some things that are probably a little insensitive to those diehard A's fans. And, you know, he's out there in Las Vegas trying to get, you know. Possibly put together something for for the A's. And all it does is just makes the A's fans just hate the team even more. But he's also have to he also has to do his job, which is if we can't get a stadium or, or a ballpark here, where can we get one? But when you're doing it and the fan base is just like, you know, can you maybe do it in hiding? Do you have to do it yeah. in front of our faces? Uh, it's right. it's frustrating. And, you know, the, the thing about Ace fans, though, they, I feel like they are just like whatever right now. Like, right. they know that Billy Bean's going to find some players, but they also know that the second that those players are of value, he he's just going to trade them for other players who in two or three years are going to come up and then have value. And then those guys are going to, so they understand the game and they're just like, yeah, I'm not going to get excited anymore. I'm not going to get frustrated, but I'm just not yeah. getting excited. Either. Well, I, I, you know what, honestly, I'd love to see Billy Bean in a different town. The different, Red Sox, remember the Red Sox know, wanted yeah, them. Yeah. A, a team like that. I mean, so, somewhere where he can go and really shine, um, you know, he keeps building these. I mean, the, the A's are nine and eight on the season. Uh, and we'll get back to Joey Bart, I promise. Uh, they have a <laughs> they have a plus nine run differential. They're I mean, they're they're winning ball games. They're a five hundred club right now. It's not like they're they're tanking or anything. They probably else. have the least expensive roster in baseball. If not the, then you know, probably top three or bottom three. I think they're uh second to last. Them and the Orioles, and that's those are the games that got 3000 fans, 2000 fans. Uh, It was the A's against the Orioles last week. And it was, it was pathetic. And again, they deserve better. They deserve a new stadium. Uh, You know, the, the, the A's fan, (laughs) I'm seeing the comment there from James Dalton. Those were fans. Thought that was the ushers. I could have been, it could have been. Maybe they counted them. I would count them. I would yeah. totally count the ushers to try and increase oh, yeah. that number. It, it could have been an attendance of 3,000, uh, you know, with the concessions and yeah. ushers. But <laughs> yeah, how many, how yeah, many they, people were had to be in that park because it was their job to be in that park? Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and again, I'd love to see them get that little uh, that little ballpark down there by the by the docks and everything. I mean, that's yeah. a really cool rendering in, in the town. You know the fans love the A's, and 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 what's I used to go to A's games when I was a kid when the Giants were out of town, 
me and my buddies, we, we would drive up when we were in high school and we'd drive up to Oakland or to, to Fremont, hop on the BART and go yep. to Oakland and watch the A's games sit for five bucks on the wooden bleachers out there. And, and you know, watch the Red Sox come into town. I love you know, Dwight Evans and then George Brett would come in with the Royals. I mean, and that was like the thing to do. And I'm just telling you how old I am. That's how long ago that was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, I, I think they absolutely deserve better. I think I think it's sickening to watch, and 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 you know I know everybody's making fun of it and stuff, but I God I feel so bad for the yeah. fans because I know if that was our team, I would be devastated. Uh, you know, I try not to let sports get to me too much at my age now, but something like that where it's like you're not even giving us a chance to enjoy the summer of baseball, uh, which every fan has uh you know the privilege to do in this country if you're a, if you're a, if you're a baseball fan a big baseball fan like us you look forward to the summer you you have the giants games on you have your team's games on you're at the beach where we go to tahoe i put the game on the phone so i can hear it on the bluetooth speaker mm-hmm. while i'm just sitting there having a beer and splashing around in the lake and stuff i mean that that is the thing that is the summer and to kind of take that away and say look we're gonna going to take away all your favorite players and we're going to bring up these other guys or sign some other dudes and this is what you're going to deal with this summer uh just because we want to get out of here we want to get out of oakland or we want a new stadium i just think it's it's tough it's tough for the fans they also have one of one of the richest owners in baseball by the way yeah which is frustrating so joey bart i'm more worried about this week than i was last week during this week and i apologize joey bart but during this week, I traded for you in my fantasy <laughs> league, which is usually the death knell for everybody <laughs> that I trade for. They slump. Uh, sometimes they come back, and I hope that's the case because uh, we're we're battling out for first place right now, me and you and a couple other teams. So, so as we are doing this podcast, yes, one Luis Gonzalez was battling. Uh, the pitcher, I forget the pitcher's name for the, uh, the Brewers. Cousins. And he right? just, Cousins. yeah, Cousins, Boogie yeah. Cousins. He just yoked one down the right field line. It's, it stayed foul by probably like two or three feet. Ugh. And it was a deep shot. Or, I'm sorry, it stayed fair. And the Giants are now up 4 2. Ooh, that is a towering shot. Wow. Look at that. Luis Gonzalez. You know Good what for I, him, you man. Know what I think it is. I think it's uh I noticed Luke Williams was was uh, back in the dugout. Mm. And yeah. I just think he's good luck. I think so. You just have to touch the golden mane. Yes, exactly. And you hit home runs. I think so, that's what it okay, is. Okay, so you know, we're kind of going off off tangent here, but yeah. Luis Gonzalez, he's the type of player uh who really like he plays so hard. He's got his uniform dirty. He's still in bags. He's uh, drag bunning. Like he fits this team so perfectly, but he's going to have to go down at some point because <laughs> Wade's coming, you know, Wade's, yeah. Wade's coming back. Um, Baby Yaz is coming back. But it's like this dude who uh, can be a, a benefit to the team. You know, I think, I guess he's just got to stay, stay ready. Uh, because man, what a what a perfect giant so far he's been. Yeah, no, and 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 you got Elliot Ramos too. But yeah. but see, Luis Gonzalez left hander, Elliot Ramos right hander. But to have those 
guns in your, your those bullets in your chamber all year long. That's exactly what Farhan has talked about making the 40 man as strong as can be from number yeah. one to number 40. And, and the giants have done a great job of doing that the last couple of years. So, so to have that, yeah, they're going to have to wait, but they're young. They understand. I mean, it, it's going to happen. I mean, Yaz is older. Um, we got another base hit here. Yep. Tyro with a, with a double. Very nice. I picked up Tyro and he's doing fantastic. So Joey, there is hope for you that even though I traded for you, you're going to turn it on. Um, how old is Luis Gonzalez, by the way? He is 26. So yeah, he's still so 20, fairly young. Yeah, so fairly young. Jock Peterson's on a one-year deal. That's your left-handed bat. Does Luis Gonzalez turn into a guy who can hit 25, 30 home runs? Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, he, he's fast. He can steal some bases, too. Uh, does he take Jock Peterson's place next season? I mean, the Giants, to, to be in that luxury situation that the Giants are in right now is is great and to, to also be winning games where you're not now thinking you know how we were thinking a couple of years ago well wait till we get to july these guys are doing good and then once we get to july we can trade them off and bring up the young guys and then we can get some prospects for the we're not thinking that way anymore mm -hmm. which is which is a nice change all right I, I, i'm i'm gonna subtract one so I, okay. I'll, I'll give you all one right. more because i didn't i didn't know what was gonna happen with this baseball game um let's go Darren Ruff. Now, Darren Ruff is somebody who Farhan said, we believe Darren Ruff is better than a lot of these guys who are out here in free agency. So we are going to bet on Darren Ruff to be that guy. Darren Ruff, 58 at-bats. He's got 10 hits for a 172 average. And this is somebody who's hitting like in the third hole, like almost every game so far. Yeah. Six runs scored, three RBI, 304 on base. This is one that this is the one that hurts. 207 slugging. Yeah. And uh and yeah, a minus three war, which doesn't really mean it. A minus point three war, which doesn't mean anything yet, because war uh is going to get go up a little bit as the season goes on and as he gets a, a few home runs and such. But yeah, Darren Ruff, I, I feel like you know, if he's hitting five, six, seven hole, you can kind of deal with this better, but he's hitting in the three slot and, you know, belt has, has had some good power numbers. Um, and then when you get to that three spot and, and Darren Ruff is just over, over, over. Yeah. I don't see him hitting there. Once Longoria comes back, once Listella comes back, that will lengthen that lineup. I think Ruff is just kind of in a, in a, tough spot right now he's kind of out of his element batting third um i think i'm I, i'm looking at the giants website at the stats and i think they're updated um in real time so i have an update on the slugging percentage it is 0.197 so just <laughs> below the mendoza line now because i think he's over three tonight yeah um but yeah, I, i'm not worried about him though because i think once he gets in his element of maybe batting fifth uh sixth I think, you know, because again, once they lengthen that lineup with Listella uh, and and Longoria coming back and uh, Lamont Wade Jr. is going to get plugged in there, but Lamont Wade will either be at the top or, or eight or nine. Um, Joey Bard starts coming around. You punch him up higher up in the lineup because uh, you'd like to have a little bit more power in that five or six spot, uh, not necessarily having Joey Bard hitting ninth. Um but 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 I th but I'm not worried about it because he's got the 11 walks. His on base percentage is 308. He's seen the ball well. He's taking pitches. 
Um, earlier in the season, I mean, the first week or two, or first week in, in San Francisco, he could have had three home runs. That slugging percentage could be up around, you know, 500 maybe uh, with those couple of home runs. Um, so, no, I, I, he, he is not one I'm worried about. I'm just calling this a slow start. All right. So let's end the show by giving your quick two-minute review of the new version of MLB The Show. Now, I was trying to remember when's the first time I got the show because it came out for, gosh, was it was PS1 or PS2 the first year that it came out? It was the PS2. Um, and I want to say it was 2005 with Manny Ramirez on the cover. All right, Does that see. sound about I'll look right? It up. I'll look okay. it up. Um, no, it goes all the way back to, uh, okay. So you're, you're a hundred percent right that the game, the show, uh, started in 06. So David Ortiz okay. was on the cover. So, uh, the predecessor was ML was just called MLB, but then. They uh they they made it the show in in 06. Okay, I'm thinking of Manny Ramirez was on the cover of MVP MVP 05. That was and then, and that was uh, EA Sports last year of baseball. Then MLB, whatever I guess it was called MLB. So yeah, MLB 98, 99, mm-hmm. 2000, 9, 8, 9 Sports was the um was the one who was putting it together beforehand. So MLB 06, the show, I bought that for the PlayStation 2 because there was no MVP, uh, you know, 06 coming out. Um, There was, EA did put out a college baseball. I had that game. I bought that. I played at San Jose State. I had a really good time. That was was a lot of fun. The ping of the bat. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've, I've actually owned, let me see. I didn't own 07. I told you the other day I thought I owned all of them, but I don't I don't think I did. I think I 06. Yeah, pretty much most of these I've owned. There are a few I did not. Um I skipped the last three that were PS4. Okay. Um, so I went the Griffey. So 17 was Griffey. Yeah. And then I skipped 18, 19, 20, but then I was back last year in 21. And now I'm a hundred percent back. <laughs> Yeah, like no, we, we were talking about. I was like, ah, do I get the game? I didn't play it enough <laughs> last year. And then you know, my whole thing is I only play these video games so that I can communicate with my kids. Yeah, and and you know, Brian plays it so much, and he, and he, it's it's like a it's like a job to him to grind through all these things. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'll figure out what he's doing and I'll do my best. And now I'm in. Like I'm just like, yeah. okay, I'm kind of in. And and we played the co-op uh against uh some other i don't know who i don't know exactly how many people we played but there was three of us and we played against another team and we won six to two so how how does that work so you do that so now in diamond dynasty they have the the um online co-op yeah so it's like a two on two or, or three versus three so how does that work when you three are on the same team yeah you just picked, uh, I think we got to pick our three hitters, but oh, nice. obviously they had to fill positions. So you had to mm-hmm. fill specific positions. And then we had to pick our three pitchers, our three best pitchers. And then uh, and these you, are from the cards that, you yeah, own. the cards that we okay. had. And so then 
the other ones that we didn't fill, I think they just picked them for us. And so every inning, we, if I pitched the first inning, then I'd play infield the second inning, then I'd play outfield the third inning, and then I'd pitch in the fourth inning again. So you, you just rotated like that. And then they rotate you through the order as well. So it's like I would hit first, then I would hit fourth, then I would hit seventh. And so you just did that. And, you know, we we had a lot of fun, though. It did take a while. It was it was a yeah. full nine inning game. So it was like almost an hour that we played. Wow. So that's a little long. I was like, ah, maybe they should do some three inning games or some seven inning games or something. But yeah. it was still really fun. And you get a lot of XP for it. So it was worth it. And yeah, I, I'm having a lot of fun with the game. And I didn't play it all that much last year. I know you played it a lot more than I did, but I feel like we're both sort we both sort of understand the uh the one player mode a lot better this year. So we kind of know what to do. Yeah, with Diamond Dynasty, I knew uh, that's one of those things probably about two or three years ago. I crapped all over it i was like i'll never play diamond dynasty it's not my thing i'm only playing road to the show and franchise yep well then last year was the first time that i grabbed the game and said okay i'm gonna figure out diamond dynasty went to youtube watched some videos then you start opening card packs and then you get addicted to this because you're like i'm I'm opening card packs and I'm yes. getting these. I've got Willie Mays and I got to put them in the outfield. And I got to play with them and and do this and that and then and then it starts with the now this year I'm fully in on the how do I get the most XP? How do I um, you know level up to get all of these bonus packs and cards before this program runs out? But yeah. we're still it, even though we're we're good at it and we understand it now we're still texting Bry <laughs> regularly to say, all right, I got this. Now what do I do? Let me do this, this, and that. So, yeah, we still need the, the tutelage of Bry to, to get us through this. So you and, I, you and I were born in the very beginning stages of what video games were. Like yes. we were we, like our generation, because we played them, like we're very familiar with games. And so like people who are older than us, they have no, they're like, why do you waste your time? Like, this yeah. is dumb. But we were born right at the perfect time where we had an Atari 2600 or whatever, and you were able to play something, or uh, arcades were big for us when we were growing oh, yeah. up. So video games were right, were right then and there. But for Brian, when Brian was like three years old, he knew how to put Super Mario 3D in the N64, <laughs> and he knew how to play it. And then yeah. when he's four years old, then he'd like beat the game. Yeah. And so like he like his entire life has been, you know, where video games has always been a part of his life. So this is kind of a this is his hobby, his hobby when he's just kind of like, you know, like after work is done, after school is done, you know, for us, maybe it's a little bit of watching TV. And for yeah. him, it's like the mindless thing is like, oh, I'm just going to go dishes. grind on this game for <laughs> an hour. And then that's how he does it. Well, and, and the thing with that generation, too, is they are so in tuned with, OK, now they've added this new mode to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
a day into doing it, they understand it. They know how to do it because they can talk to their friends and their friends are like, yeah, this is how you do it, blah, blah, blah. They introduce a new mode to, to for us, like Diamond Dynasty, and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 hey, I want to play as the Giants yes, through exactly. an entire season of, exactly. the, of the game. Now we look at franchise and we go, I don't have the time for franchise. No, no. I have the time to get into a three-inning game in Diamond, Diamond yeah. Dynasty, win that, conquer that map, and get the eight packs that go with it. Satisfaction, done. I don't have time to sit there and play. You know, you know, a, a nine inning game, 162 times. We just yes. can't do that. Yes. Road to the show. I still play religiously. I love that mode. Lots of XP, lots of fun. Get all this cool equipment. Your dude becomes a masher. You, you know, get all these records and everything. So still love the game. I think this is a good version of it. I'm still waiting for the day when the faces don't look like this. <laughs> you know when they're yeah <laughs> you know just cardboard cutouts of faces that are not emotional so someday you know i thought with a playstation 5 we would get that but i have to say playstation 5 uh road to the show uh playing mlb the show on the 4k tv is just a really fun thing the lighting is phenomenal it's such a fun game just to look at you feel like you're at the park so uh highly recommend see the thing about it and I think the Giants have just won the game here. Oh, sweet. Duvall comes in, gets fly out, strike out, and dribbler to Brandon Belt to end the game. Giants win 4-2. to two. Luis Gonzalez and Jock Peterson should do the does the NHL still do like stars of the game or whatever? Yeah, I think they, 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 they do, would yeah. they would get them. Uh Mac Cheese, not so much. Uh, yeah. but uh they, it they, was they very business-like, up. uneventful, get in here, win this game, get And home. now go home and play the A's. <laughs> and then bring in the Nationals again. Yeah, that's, well. That's, that's what they're doing. The nice thing is they get a day off. They finally get a day off. So they're flying home tonight. They're flying home right now. They're going to head on the plane. Then they play tomorrow night against the A's. Uh, and then Wednesday. Then they get a day off at home on yeah. Thursday. Yeah. You think they're going to sleep all day? Sleep in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Play some should. Play some show. Play some show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you know the th- the other thing, and we're going to get out of here. Uh, when we were growing up, I would sort of envision what I thought was the sort of the apex of what a video game could do. Yeah. And then um, the uh, NBA Live came out, and I was like, oh, that was the peak of what I thought video games could be, like yeah. what my brain thought, and that was 1995. And now, <laughs> like what they're doing with games now, like imagine if our imagination was was like where games tapped out, yeah. we'd still be playing, you know, games from like 1995. But oh, these, these sure. brilliant, these brilliant minds of these engineers and these coders and these uh, these folks who put the stuff together, great people. Thank you for being in our lives. I I always thought to myself too when I when I used to play MVP you know, MVP 05, whatever. I thought, I always thought it'd be so cool to see, to like play from the, a player's perspective. Yeah. And then the show comes out and there, and you, you could play from the player's perspective where you're looking at home plate yeah. and you're fielding ground balls at second base. And so I still love that part of it. And I know you don't like the fielding part, but in road to the show, when you're like the center fielder and they hit the ball and you're just running, like, oh God, I hope I catch this. It was that feeling of like when I used to play, like, oh my God, I got to track this thing down. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So, so to have that is fun. That versus um, 
what is the what, what's the big basketball game now? Uh, it escaped me for a second. 2K. 2K. So yeah. the, between that and 2K, do you think you'll spend more time in one or the other this year? No, I think what happens is is once 2K's new game comes out in August, mm-hmm. then we'll sort of be off of the baseball game. And then when the show comes out again in March, then we'll be off of the 2K. It's just going to be this thing for the next few years where it's like one game we spend six months on and the other game we spend six months on so now for 2k the basketball game for you the mode is my player right my player but they do a great job of everything being in the metaverse and that's kind of the key to all of it so i think i think the, the once the show figures out how you can get your group of friends together and play against other friends in less of a time suck than an hour and have that mean something to the overall experience. I think that's the next level for, for the show. Yeah, for sure. Because it will like with, I remember there was a, a, one of the college football games from EA sports back in the day, you got to like decorate your dorm. Mm-hmm. So you would go and it was like on your off day, are you going to go on a date with your girlfriend or study and this and that, and that would change your attributes and everything. So for the show, when you're in the minors, it's like, yeah, what, what you know, on your off day, you can either lift weights and get better at power <laughs> or you could do this. But no, I mean, that, that, exactly. Of it. That, that's yeah. what, that's the next level as well for it is yeah, making, sure. cause like in, in NBA 2k, one of the linear things that you're doing at the same time as you're playing is you're starting your hip hop career. Oh, so and so you go. <laughs> you're going to find the game and you're trying to get with him so yeah. that you can help him with his concert. And so there's like all these linear things that happen all at the same time where, where, where you're kind of, you're not just playing basketball. You're also doing unlocking all these other things. That's the next level for the show as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really hope that they advance that part of it. Cause right now I feel like it is diamond dynasty heavy road to the show is there and franchise is like me. Yeah, if you really want to, we still have it. For yeah, you. yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. That'll be it from here. Um, we will be back next week and giants kicked off next week very well. So I'm hoping yeah. we have more of those than we have, losses and with the a's and the nationals what do you think we got what what is it uh is it five more games this week uh it's five more games so this one plus five uh um, four and one mm, four and one in those five no how about five <laughs> <one>? <laughs> Man, i'm trying to i'm Redone? trying to think of i mean what uh, redone goes well, tomorrow yeah, I, I Radon goes tomorrow. Let's There's going to be another bullpen game. There's going to be there, another. Right? Absolutely, there might even be two bullpen games because you're going to have Radon. Is Wood going to be ready to? No, probably not. Right, Radon was or Wood was. Uh, was he Saturday? Saturday, I think. No, he's not going to be ready to go until the first game of the national series, and then Webb would go. So you might actually have. You might actually. We might actually get a bullpen game on Wednesday. And a bullpen game on Sunday. It's possible. Very possible. <sighs> well, they, they they have figured out a way to do all of this. So yeah, very, very interested to see what they do. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll be back next week for Brad. I am a double G. We'll see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>